two friends get together so that they can try things. You're invited to this podcast so that you can try things. Now we will stop singing so that we can all now try this. I don't want to be disturbed. Well, I know like two I songs on the year. I know we're quite perturbed. Everyone you love will die. Eventually you'll die too. Everyone you love will die and leave you alone. I like singing depressing songs on the ukulele. <laughs> our intro i feel like every once in a while you and our friends point out the fact that i make things sound sad and bring them up <laughs> because i do <laughs> no, you know what you do something else I don't... <laughs> great opening bit let's talk about depression and anxiety and how it causes us to go into a downward spiral um, so now try this. this is another episode coming to you from marcus and nick where we challenge each other to try our favorite things this week we got a special treat because Marcus gave me something I don't want to watch. I like how uh, when I try to be like, uh, try to just like have a conversation with you. This week was Die Hard. Die Hard <laughs> I, was the Bruce Willis film from 1988. Um, before we get into the challenge, though, and before we get into our days, uh, I just want to remind our fans out there, the the few that we have, to please help us out and let us get our podcast out there by leaving us reviews on iTunes and SoundCloud and Google and our Facebooks. Uh, I mean, Facebook, that's fine. Go for it. I'll edge back. I don't... Yeah, guys, <laughs> find the podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and tweet it's, at us. Let us know. Now try this cast yeah. and Twitter and Instagram. And we, we really, really want to do fan-suggested tries. But we need fans but to we suggest need things. fan-suggested tries to do them. Um, uh, but just an example of a couple reviews that we would like. Here are some uh, reviews we've gotten on our podcast. Yeah, let's look. Let's give people shout-outs because that's what we said we would do in the earlier episodes. Yeah, and now I remember to do it, so we will do it. Okay, here is a review... This is a five-star review called Critical Berserk from Tizom. Hey, guys. This is a great concept, and I'm enjoying the banter and information. Added two new things to my to-do list. Maybe try Young Justice since it's coming back with season three on Netflix. It's an awesome show, and I'd love to hear your thoughts. Oh, here's another from Azora High 90 Wonderful quality. Hey, boys. I'm your roommate and BFF. <laughs> I didn't want to like your podcast because you didn't let me be a part of it. How, however, it's just too good to hate. Really good stuff going on. Five out of five. Oh my God. That's our roommate, as stated in that very honest podcast. A very honest review. We appreciate honest reviews. Here's my favorite ones. Five stars. The chemistry is amazing by Not Megamarculus. 
Wow, words cannot describe how wonderful this podcast makes me feel. Seeing these two best friends talk about these things is simply inspirational. Ten out to ten... Ten out of ten. ten. I thought it was like Asian. I was like ten out no. to ten. It's, no, it's ten, out ten. ten out of ten. Ten out of ten. Cool. And then uh, this is my favorite one. This is called Funny Friends. It's four out of five stars <laughs> from CQ Smith. I only listen to the Riverdale podcast. Do a Riverdale podcast, but it was a great listen. Love the debates and insights into the show. It's clear these guys are great friends, and it's fun to hang out with them for an hour or so. I hope they organize themselves a little better. I could have skipped the first part where they were just messing around. Fuck you, dude. Fuck you. We're going to fucking fuck find you. We're, We're going to find you. I'm going to fucking you make you fuck give up. me that one Art. extra star, bitch. I'm going to fucking make you give me that one but extra star. But to offset that, we got Go For Nikki. Says, love the show. I found this podcast by accident when I was devouring all things Riverdale, and I love it. You guys are funny without trying to be, and your tangents are somehow entertaining rather than annoying. P.S. I think it's just our Riverdale podcast. I'd love to listen. So, from our listeners, I think we should quit this podcast. So, the Riverdale season finale. Okay. I just watched the Riverdale. Yo, Riverdale's on Netflix. It just went on Netflix. It did. Already. I'm excited. I'm really excited. So, the Riverdale finale starts off like this. Okay. So, you got. I forgot how it started. Let's not talk about Riverdale. Why not? Let's go into Die Hard. People are here for Die Hard. If you want to. Stay tuned. Keep listening, and we'll update you because we might be doing a Riverdale podcast. Maybe. Nah, I don't really want to talk about. Maybe I don't really want in the future. I don't want to talk about Die Hard. So, so we started off with yo that moment when Archie's fucking punched in the ice. Yo, I was like, dude, this is intense. I feel like for the season I feel finale like you're of Riverdale, me. I am because I want you to talk about Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> but for the season finale of Riverdale, I feel like a lot of the things were done and like cut in the trailer for the episode to like highlight something else happening and like be highly suggestive to something else going on. Yeah, that's... And then you saw it and you're like, oh, that's not as dramatic as well, I envisioned it. You can't get mad at Riverdale for that. Everybody does that. I know TV everyone shows, does it. movies. Yeah. Uh, well, let's see. Oh, fine, let's see how the Die Hard trailer tries to paint the picture of this if you're so concerned about yeah. things being official. Here's the Die Hard official trailer. A green screen following preview has been approved for all audiences by the motion picture association. All audiences. 20th Century Fox. Literally just all facts so far in this trailer. And a lot of guns. Spoilers. This is all facts. Listen to John McClane talk to himself for an hour and a half. And it's wonderful. Bruce Willis. Shooting, shooting, shooting. Man, from the trailer, you really get all of the movies. This is the whole movie, dude. <laughs> 
Where the fuck did I watch the movie? You should I wasted my this. time. Oh my god. You should have just watched this. This is the whole movie. Guys, if you want to watch that, hard, just watch the trailer on YouTube. Jesus Christ. Fuck that the shit. There's still a minute left of gun shooting. I don't yeah. even want to. Listen. Okay, listen. Okay, hold on. Die Hard. Okay. Before we get to this movie, mm-hmm. I want to talk about me trying to watch this movie. And it took me all week because okay. I've been super busy yeah. uh, opening up a restaurant. And mm-hmm. I've uh, worked like every day. So every night I try to watch because you have it on Blu-ray and you gave it to me. And yeah. you're like, here, watch it because I have it right here. And you're like, I'm like, cool. That's, I don't spend yeah. any money. Um, I put it back on the table last night so you could watch it mm-hmm. in preparation. I still hadn't watched it. I watched it today. What? Because I didn't have the fucking time. I kept falling asleep. <laughs> so I had to rent it for three bucks. That's not bad. But here's the stupid. I hate the, I hate the art. This is why. Because oh I put the stupid Blu-ray into my computer to watch it. Yeah. And my fucking computer scratched your disc. Your computer doesn't play Blu-rays. It does. It does? Yes. You so sure? I, 100%. I paid extra for it. I remember. Okay. Yes. But fuck it. Do you know your computer Is that works? why it wasn't working? Is yours not working? It wasn't working earlier when I was trying to watch it on the Xbox. It wasn't working. There's a scratch on it. <laughs> your new one, your new one's in the mail. It'll be here tomorrow. Well, I appreciate. Yeah, it. I already ordered your new one. It's it's in the mail. It's twenty five dollars for the HD Blu-ray collection. Well, you get to keep uh, all the other ones. Yeah, thanks. I'm so fucking pissed. I don't know why my computer did that. It's got a, it's a special Blu-ray yeah, burner yeah. player thing. I yeah. paid extra. That's kind of fun. That's so shitty. I know it cost me twenty five. So, well, watching Die Hard has cost me twenty eight dollars. That's great. Thank you, Marcus. You always, you always blame me. Yeah, hundred percent. For like your technological troubles, it happened with Resident Evil. Okay, well, well, okay, well, watching Jane the Virgin. What? How? What? What? You? Oh, you watched it on Netflix. Great. My technology. Oh, when you watch, when you watch, I'm sure if I gave you something to watch on Netflix, your Netflix would break, and you would have to buy more Netflix, and then it would cost you thirty bucks. Just because that's what happens. No, your computer would break, and then you would buy a new computer, and then watching something on Netflix would have cost you like a thousand dollars. This sounds about right. <laughs> it's just luck. I if we're know. going on track of what's been happening, yeah. this sounds about right. <laughs> it's just like bad luck with everything I give you. Anyway, you gave me Die Hard. Yes, 1988 Die Hard. Why the hell did you give me this movie? So I gave you Die Hard because I hate Fucking action movies. Old ass movie. I. Do not like action movies. I grew up being wait, forced wait, wait. to watch. So you don't like action movies? To so give me an action movie? And here's why. Let me finish. Uh, exactly. Here's why it makes. I sense. feel like you think you're setting up like. <laughs> what? Oh, and here's the fake away. I had to. I, had I to... love this movie. No, no, I'm not setting that up. I'm just saying, like, I grew I up. Know. The reason I like this movie is but it is funny. I don't like action movies. Like, I like don't... at all? No, dude. Like, I don't Rocky, like action movies that much. Rambo. No. Fucking. No, Rambo. I don't Those like are the only of two movies. action movies I can think of. Terminator. G.I. Jane. There's a million action movies that I just don't like. And I thought. T2, dude? Yeah. Well, it's because when growing up, I Wait, just. Wait, you like... don't like T2? It was fine. But it's also like more sci fi than like action, just raw action. Less action hero? Okay, no, not really. Total Recall? No. That's that's sci fi. <laughs> I love Total Recall. But like, but there's sci fi mixed in with action. Okay, what's action? But straight action like Rambo. What's another example and, besides Rambo? Uh, Total Recall, I think that's a pretty good. No, Total what's Recall, the one, straight what's up sci fi. the one sci-fi, where the, they're trying to like fight in that like futuristic death battle shit, and it's like Sylvester Stallone, Mad Running Max, Man, Fury or Road? something? Demolition Man. Demolition Man, that's another one. That's sci fi. It takes yeah. place in the future. But most action movies that focus mainly on like, Are you talking being about, like action the kickboxer yes and like 
all of Steven Seagal and John all, yes. Clad Van Damme yes. movies. I've watched so many Steven Seagal movies, and I hate them all. Well, that's because they're all shitty. Yeah, <laughs> Yo, they did are. you ever see the one, um, Jao Rule, Exit Wounds? I did. I saw that one, <laughs> it's yeah. It's real bad. Yeah, so I grew up... <laughs> my mom owned it. She I grew up Steven in the Seagal. Bronx. Yo, yo, I watched a lot of crazy? the shitty movies. My if first... there was a rapper in it, I definitely have watched it. <laughs> my first Halloween, when I was one years old or whatever, I had a rat tail. I thought you were talking about the movie with Ludacris. Uh, <laughs> not ludicrous. Uh, that guy, he's like really buff. Tyrese, and, and he has like dreads, and he's recently shaved them and got in trouble for beating someone Busta up. Busta Rhymes. Busta Rhymes. Yes. Oh, he was, he was in, in that... a Halloween movie. Uh, was he? Yeah. He was also in that an uh, uh, Disney Asian movie. I don't. Doesn't uh, matter. Wendy Wu Tai Warrior. No, Wendy Wu Warrior Princess. I don't know. I feel like you're making something up. Anyway, back to my story. Uh, Halloween, when I was one, my mom grew a rat tail for me. So for my first Halloween, she put me in a little leather jacket and I was Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> a little rat tail. That's great. Uh, back to why you love that. No, so I was just, have been forced to watch a lot of bad movies. And so I'm feeling nostalgic. And I was like, let me like find my own action movie. Maybe there's like some kind of... like bad association i have with action movies like related to my family so you're also watching really shitty ones exactly but let me find one for myself so i found die hard and i decided to watch it and my mind was changed everything i knew changed because this movie like funny it like had interesting characters it was kind of relatable it was relate. Okay, it felt realistic (laughs) Uh, it felt realistic enough to be yeah like the moment yeah. Interesting and like, like when the every... moment he ties himself with a fire hose and jumps out the building, that's super relatable. Yes, because he's not jumping off fucking like off the building. You would die like, fast. He's not driving a car off the side of the building like Fast and Furious. No, that's like... realistic <laughs> because they survive because they're inside of a car. No, I'm you just jump saying, off a roof, you die. <laughs> the action in this is over the top for like real life, but uh-huh. it's not over the top and unthinkable. You know, and I feel like a lot of action movies just go to a point of un, like you're right. unrealistic. No, no, I understand what you're saying. Where like you're basically becoming fantasy at right, that right. point. Like this guy, he's a real person because his only real weakness is glass on the floor. I get you. Exactly. Yeah, I understand. 100%. Well, no, John McClane. <laughs> I'm gonna fight you right now. John McClane takes hits throughout this movie, and Hold our on, hero I, takes hits. Before I pump you up, you're getting me so pumped. Let's I'm ready. start at the beginning. Okay. of the movie. I've explained my experience of going to watch this movie. Yes, yes, you and have. How annoying it was to finally get it. That's one of my I, notes. And I just talked about Die why Hard. I like the movie. Die Hard is amazing. My first note is sorry. Uh, Die Hard is the best action movie ever. Thank you. The best. The best action. Is, is that a, are you of all time? Are you galling me up, or is that really the a best non superhero action movie? Ooh. I would say Die Hard is the best non superhero action movie. Like with confidence. T two and like. Yeah. Are sports movies action? No. So not Rocky. Not Rocky. But when he's fighting the Russian, that's pretty. No, but it's action. not. An, it's, it's more. It's a sports movie. Okay, sports okay, movie. Okay. You're training for okay. thing. Best action movie. Ever. Really? I think so. I don't know. What Guys, about, let us know what, about what like, your favorite action movie is. No, no, no. I don't want to know your favorite. I want to know what the best one... No, no, no. I don't want to know your favorite because then you might agree with Marcus. I need to know what the best one is. The best one? To see okay, if Marcus this is, is the best wrong. One. Yeah, no, no. I... I I, I, I'm confident like, in saying this is the best. What one. about like Hero? That's kung fu movie. That's action. That's that's different. That's like con, that's like Die Hard. He's not like punching people. Like a hundred percent, he punched tons ra- of people. Raid Redemption. I wouldn't say Die Hard is like 
better than Raid Redemption. It feels like I've they're two different either. categories. I've never seen the Raid. Is that the second one? It's Die Hard with Kung Fu. <laughs> oh, is it really? <laughs> oh, well, we gotta watch I that really one. I like the Raid Redemption also. <laughs> My first note is very 80s graphics. Yeah. I, I, right away, I was like, oh, how much of a freaking 80s movie? It yeah. was... And then the note, I have a parenthesis right after that called Mold Wine. I don't know why, but one of the characters mentioned mold wine to another person. And I work at a restaurant now, and I know what mold wine is. And you're like, yeah. <laughs> no, and I was like, why the fuck are they so excited about apple cider and cheap wine mixed together and warmed up? That's not, oh, you want to go back to my place and have some mold wine? <laughs> the one guy talking it to sounds fancy Holly, if you don't know what it is. Yeah, well, I do, so okay. it's not. But the one, she's the douchey guy. What's his name? The... The guy that hits on Holly. The, I forgot um, his name. Because he's a douchebag. Yeah, he's a douchebag. He's just a douchebag. But when he's hitting on Holly, she's like, oh, I'm going to give him some old wine. Yeah. <laughs> he's ridiculous. And she's guy. like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, but then my next one was, it's Christmas. And I, right away, I'm like, oh, I love Christmas. Maybe I'll love this movie. Yeah. And then they don't mention Christmas again until like the end of the movie when they play Let Us Know. Well, it's not... So there's lots of debate that still happen <laughs> happens now um, as to whether or not this is a Christmas movie. What do you think? I think it's a, I watch it every Christmas. <laughs> so to me, it's a Christmas movie. I mean, but, I watch Love Actually every Christmas. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is our personalities. I watch Die Hard every Christmas. I watch, watch Love, Love Actually. Actually. That's the podcast. That's, That's the, the podcast. whole podcast. Um, oh, this Christmas we should do a commentarium on both these movies. I'm down. Yeah, watch the movies and release them both. I'm down. Yeah, and I you I'll sit there with you ragging on Die Hard. You'll sit there with me ragging on. Love <laughs> but um, uh, what was there a point we we're talking? Oh, Christmas movie. Yeah. So it's uh, it came out in July of 1988. So it's oh, not really? technically a Christmas movie. It's a summer action blockbuster. But it takes place. On but Christmas. it takes place on Christmas. So weird. You can't Why would count they do it that? as a Christmas. They would never do that today. There's a, yeah, they did with Iron Man three. Iron Man three. It's Christmas time. And Iron Man three takes place over like months though. I guess so. But it you has Christmas I mean? in it. So, like, same thing with Harry Potter. Every Christmas they play Harry Potter 1. There's only one Christmas scene, no, it's but it's counted big, it's as, a like, a big, Christmas movie. It's a big scene. You know? It's yeah. magical yeah. and shit. So it depends. I think if you have Christmas in I'm the just movie saying, at like, all, it, it becomes would, Christmas movie. Yeah, I'm just saying, I agree with you, but I am saying it is weird that it didn't come out during Christmas. Because nowadays, I feel like if you're going to make Christmas a staple of the movie, like, this takes place on Christmas Day. Yeah. Even if it's an action movie or something else, I feel like they play it on Christmas. That's true. Like, or, or premiered on Krampus. Yeah, like, yeah When yeah. Krampus came out. That was on Christmas. Because it's on Christmas. Well, that, yeah. that's a little that's different because that's but, about Christmas. But I see what you're saying. I would count it as a Christmas movie just because I watch it every Christmas. But I could see if you didn't just because it came out in mm. July of 1988. That's fair. I have a game. Before we continue with your notes, I have a little, like a quick game. Okay. So Die Hard was revolutionary. And that is a fact because it's inspired so many other action movies that were very similar to it. I'm like two notes in, forward. dude. I know. All right, you can you can you can go into it. No, it's fine. We can go away my notes. Just hours <laughs> no, and hours of work. Do... No, it's fine. <laughs> I Whatever. Just want to do a quick Play game. A stupid game. What's okay. The, what's the game? So the game is uh, Die Hard on a Blank, and I'm going to tell you the title of the movie, and you tell me what it is. Die Hard on a. So like. Uh, what? Let's say the base. I name a movie called The Basement. I would say that's Die Hard on a, and then you would say, oh, that's Die Hard on a in a basement, something like that. So I'll give you one example, and then you see if you can get it. I want the audience to know I'm so confused right now. I'm going to lose this game so bad. Okay. 
<laughs> so, so here you go. Speed is diehard on a bus. Great, you're doing well. <laughs> oh, and you're saying that these are all because of Die Hard. They yes. did, it did a first, and it's pretty much uh-huh. Die Hard, but on a bus. Yes. Oh, Under in- Siege is Die Hard on a. What's Under Siege? Is it a movie? It's a movie. These yeah. are all movies. Who's in it? I don't know. You don't even know what it is? <laughs> I just know it's a movie. What is it? What is it? <laughs> I feel like Sean Connery's in it. Sean? Who the fuck is in by Sean Connery? I have never watched a Sean Connery movie. I don't give a shit about Sean Connery. Really? Sean Connery's great. I don't... Like, obviously, but I don't think I've ever, ever seen one of his movies. You can't look up Under Siege because then you'll know it's Die Hard on a what? I don't even know what this movie <laughs> is. On a boat? Yes. On a boat. Is Steven Seagal in it? That's Steven Seagal. It's not Sean Connery at all. Back to Steven Seagal. Oh my god. It all goes back to Steven Seagal. Maybe I should grow my rat tail again. Here's a hard one. Sudden Death. What the fuck's that movie? Just guess what. Sudden Death. Is is that that car movie? Where they fight in cars? So you're saying it's Die Hard in a car? I'm asking if that's the movie. It's not. I'm really upset because I'm really good at trivia and I feel like I'm destined fun. to fail. <laughs> and this is pissing me off it's very hard. visibly. It's hard. Well, fuck. Um, what's, what is it going to be? It has Jean-Claude Van Damme Jean-Claude as a star. Oh, what's the name of the movie? Sudden Death. Sudden Death. Um, On an island. It is Die Hard in a Hockey Arena. That sounds like the <laughs> shittiest movie I've ever seen. Hold on. i got to Google a picture of this. Look, what Google is it called it. again? Sudden Death. Sudden... Hold on. It's Sudden... Just, it's just... Hold on. Sudden... Death. It's Jean-Claude Van Damme fighting terrorists in a hockey rink. I've seen pictures of this. This is a hockey... Is he a hockey player? I don't know. <laughs> Hold on, let me read the back of this. International action superstar Jean-Claude teams with Powers Booth in a tension-packed suspense thriller set against the backdrop of a Stanley Cup scheme. Oh, it's during a Stanley... Oh, That's I get what it. it is. Okay, yeah. okay. Okay. That makes more sense. Um, Star hockey Trek rink. Into Darkness. Die Hard in Space? Yes! Die Hard in Space! I feel like that one was a gimme. Why is that one like Die Hard? Die Hard. It's nothing like Die Hard, is it? Maybe. Well, the Wrath the Wrath the, of Khan shit? Inspired by Die Hard is meaning like you're trapped in one place and you're fighting terrorists. So Home Alone? Home Alone is Die Hard for Children! You know the game, Nick! I hate you so much. <laughs> so fucking much. When did, no, Home Alone came out in like 88, didn't it? I don't know, but it's Die Hard for Children. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Blart. Yo, no. <laughs> yo, hold on. No lie. Like 16 notes in, it's like, is Paul Blart play said this movie? Is one of my notes. I was like, this is, this is Paul Blart. Paul Blart. This is straight up Paul Blart. Paul Blart is inspired by Die Hard. It's, a, it's, it's Die Hard in a mall oh, with the fat cop. Wait, so when do you think Home Alone came out? I feel like it came 1990. out in 1990. Yeah, okay. Cool. Oh, I was going to say three, but. Well, you would have been super wrong. <laughs> Not super wrong. No, super, super, super wrong. Yeah, Home Alone, Die Hard for Kids. Okay, so you get the gist of it. Like, Die Hard inspired Wait, a what's lot. Wait, how many points did I get? Oh, man, I feel like you got four. Did I win? You win, Nick. Do I? Yeah, you win. You're what do champion. I win? You win uh, the ability to continue talking about your notes. I feel a little disappointed in my prize. <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. You know what? I'll sing to Let's you. just say next time when it's my turn to make up a game, you're going to get a good prize, and I'm disappointed. Alright? Okay, Wait Nick, I will bring a prize next time. Next fucking time we're recording, I'm going to fucking steamroll you with a game and give you the best prize ever to make you feel like shit. Alright. <laughs> my, my next... Next note... My next note is... Latina maid? Typical. <laughs> Yo, and fucking... Well, she's a babysitter, not a maid. Holly straight up asked her to turn 
down the bed for bed service in the guest room. She's a fucking maid that also happens to be their babysitter. I guess you're right. Fuck you. She does both. And then, and then when the fucking, at the end of the movie, when the fucking, not in the end, the middle, the the sports report, the, the reporter guy shows up and he's like, I'm fucking reporting to immigration unless you let me in this fucking house. <laughs> Straight up, she lets her in the house. They have an illegal worker in their house. The McLean. Well, she, maybe she's not illegal. Maybe she just doesn't want to go through the hassle of having to figure out all that paperwork. If you looked at that woman's face, <laughs> it was the fear of God, Marcus. It was the fear of God. <laughs> Is this big place in California? Yes. The next question, and then obviously I figure that out later. <laughs> when the LAPD closes, obviously I figured that out later. It's the well, whole it just of the it movie. said something about like weather, and I was like, "Is it California?" Yeah. No, Yo, straight the, up, it opens the, up, and he's like, "What's the limo driver's name?" Uh, Argyle. It is so 80s. I love that guy. I know. He's I was so like, great. who the fuck are you? He just <laughs> like doesn't give a shit about his job. And then fast forward to the whole movie, he's just sitting in the car, <laughs> listening to like big booty butts women rap music, and like talking to bitches on the phone. Like, I love hey it. girl, now nah, you know I'm supposed to be going to Vegas right now, but nigga, I am doing nothing. <laughs> you know, and explosions behind him. I love it. Looking he's so a great. Dumb. Argyle is a character. Um, that's okay. another thing I love about the movie. Like, I feel like. Every character you meet has something interesting about them. Like, I feel like a lot of the characters you see and interact with are just like, oh, I that's wanted, an interesting, I colorful wanted, person. I want to disagree with you. Yeah? But And I was going to say, oh, there's that Asian uh, terrorist guy, and he has nothing to do. But then I remember the moment where he... he okay, this is the moment. Is it when, when he's he, Shut up, shut up. <laughs> this is the moment. Don't ruin my shit. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There's a moment when he's standing, looking for the cops to come, and he looks back to see if his Kaiser are walking, looks at the cops, looks into the thing under him, looks at the cops, look back, and then reaches under and grabs a Hershey bar. <laughs> <laughs> and I was That's like, the best you're the best character in this whole goddamn movie. That <laughs> was perfect. The best it was I so love nice that shit. It's so, so you're right. Fucking, he's like, oh, we're killing a million people. Might as well fucking take this candy bar. But here's the... This movie is so fucking 80s because Bruce Willis walks in, right? Yeah. Of this big mega complex building office space, right? Yeah. And he asked the person, hey, is this person here? And the person's like, use the computer. This is like the brink of computers and it's like showing off the technology. This is so high tech. You can type someone's name in and see if they're in the building. That's fucking creepy, dude. They would never have that right now. Like, you can't fucking, like, walk into a building and like, yo, is this person here? My like, printer at work, I can type in people's names and, like... Because you work there. No, you can't yeah, sh- right. Can I show up to your front door and go to a computer and see if you're inside I mean, at the only because you know me. No, you... Oh, my God. Shut <laughs> up. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know what you're talking about. I, 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 it was I, funny. I have big brothers watching but after also, that. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a cool moment, too. Um, let's talk about just that moment a little bit, because, like... You get to see a little bit more into John McClane's character and, like, how he's like, oh, you know, I'm here for my wife. I want to make things work. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Or, like, see what happens. So he types in her name and then, like, you feel bad for him because it's, yeah, like... Yeah, no, it's a super subtle way to get the maiden name thing. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Fine. Whatever. Yeah. And it gets you on his side a little bit. Even though I'm sure Holly... Even though Holly did nothing wrong. <laughs> but it gets you on his side and you're like, oh, I kind of feel bad for this dude. Yeah, I guess so. But here's the thing. My next note is it's so weird looking at bruce willis young again it's kind of hot he's kind of attractive dude he's an attractive young guy you know who he fucking reminds me of who channing tatum oh like the way he mumble talks and the way he like gives away a one line and then kind of smirks and yeah like, yeah proud and of he's kind of funny and, and he like, just kind of knows he's handsome but he's not that handsome he's like rugged handsome like 
he might be working at the farm next door handsome, but he's not like model handsome, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like Channing Tatum, dude. I think you're not giving Channing Tatum enough credit, but yeah, he was in Magic Mike, which was literally a movie about him being I'm talking hot. about like early Channing Tatum, early Bruce Willis. Okay. They have obviously gone different paths <laughs> now in their career. Yes. Channing Tatum is a heartthrob and Bruce Willis is the actual Producing star. early Channing Tatum. Yeah. Okay. Like yeah, when yeah. he was in that dance movie, right? Step Up. Step Up. Great. Dude, I totally had a conversation the other day about Step Up. Fun fact about Step Up. Uh, the first date I ever went on, when I was 15, I asked her if we can go see Step Up, and she said, no, why would I want to see that, and maybe go see Pirates of the Caribbean sequel. That's funny. That's yeah. also not a fact about Step Up. That's a fact about yourself. So my next note is... Uh, uh, I was, like, waiting to learn something about Step Up. Okay, so so the premise of this movie is John McClane shows up, sees his wife, and they're at this party. First of all, why would the first stop off of the airport be to the party why wouldn't it be to the house with the kids because she's at the she's weird. at work weird it is, is kind of weird weird but she's at work at a doesn't live with party wouldn't she go home early from the office christmas party to spend time with her husband people, this office party people should have just drinking and fucking and yes. doing coke off desks yes because she's the just moment where they're annoyed with everybody holly and john McClane are talking there? and two people are like about a fuck why is she there yeah. dude why yeah. doesn't she go home well they're Welcome celebrating have you been to a does she not you have office yo, parties not, right like does she you not have value a... her family is that what you're trying to tell does me? she what she's not value her family Wait, is that what you're trying to tell Well, also, she doesn't want John McClane mm. in her house. They haven't been together in, like, a long time. So you mean at the all, with all these strangers and weird <laughs> stockbrokers and accountants? Straight up. Anyway, so John McClane shows up at this office party and awkwardly talks to... Yo, when he fucking walks in, Holly's face is like, I love Bruce Willis. I love... J-. Her face was like, she had I his, She hasn't seen him in a long time. She's yeah. like, he's fucking hot. Yeah, and then as soon as he opens the mouth, she's like, I hate this guy. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I like, I that. get it. That was subtle. It was like, yeah. you see that she like has feelings for him mm-hmm. still. She's not taking the advances of that creepy dude. Yeah. And then as soon as he opens his mouth, he fucking ruins it. <laughs> fucking ruins it but then so then they get in a little fight and then the the fucking terrorists show up yeah and you also, get action like fast in the movie first 20 minutes uh first 15 it, it it's like a half an hour in before like real action starts if if you oh anyway it doesn't matter okay. whatever okay this fucking these two guys walk in they're talking about like the knicks game and then they jump the desk kill the guy yeah and then then they start Taking over the whole place systematically, step by step by step. These guys fucking go Debo on these fucking secu- Rena Center Mall fucking <laughs> cops. The guy throws a flash grenade at a guy to stun him before he like takes him out. I'm like, what are you? Like they could have just whoa! Like yeah. you were a fucking military strike. It's like. It's like it was too much. It's like, what are you doing? You went above and beyond. And you also didn't have to kill any of them. It was real weird that they were super reluctant to kill any of their hostages. They were making them comfortable, making them nice, making sure they cooperate. But they killed the security guards. And then, um, hold on, million minutes. (laughs) Flash grenade, really? (laughs) Um,. And then you and then you introduced Alan Rickman. And Alan Rickman very famously played this role of Hans Gruber. Mm-hmm. It made his made his claim to fame. It was his yeah. first real part. 
that he got, and after that he became an international star. Um, you know, everyone loves fucking Alan Rickman. Yeah. But when he first starts talking, I'm like, what accent? What are you? <laughs> what is? Is it? He's is doing, that Aust- Is that Rush? Is he's that doing a German accent? That, I found that out later yeah. when the subtext was telling me they're speaking in when the subtitles told me speaking, speaking in, in German. German. And I'm like, oh, it's a German. So, but gonna, with the weird Alan Rick, Alan Rickman, like his weird. It doesn't work with the German his accent. Weird <laughs> eloquentness and his drawn outness, Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like he always sounds like Alan Rickman. He does, like, no matter which what is great. It's one doing. of the my favorite things about yeah. him. But with the German, I was like. It grew on me as the movie went on. Yeah. Maybe that was during early shoots, uh, and then later in the movie, they filmed le- later, and he got better at that. So he definitely <laughs> got better later in the film. But I yeah. was like, what fucking ass are you doing, bro? What What did you, you say can't, You can't beginning? cut this up. Don't cut this up. What in the beginning? What were you I, saying? I love Marcus Thunder was talking about. No, what were you talking about in the beginning with Alan Rickman? Is it bad German accent? Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm back. <laughs> um, I'm so back. One of the things I love about this movie is like the when you look into all the like trivia for the movie, all the facts and like everything behind the scenes about the movie. Mm-hmm. There's so much there, and that's really really awesome. And it's something that only happens with like older movies because I feel like now everything's so perfect. You know, everything's just so well done, and if anything's out of sorts. Uh-huh. They could get sued immediately. But with this movie, like, you find out, like, random shit. And they were just kind of, like, flying by the seat of their pants in a lot of scenes. Oh, really? Yeah. And it was really cool. Um, So, the German. uh, No one knew German. (laughs) Any of the terrorists. (laughs) So, they were just speaking gibberish the entire movie. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. And then... It was just like, I'm diving. Yes, exactly. I'm diving. I'm So, that was a theatrical release. And then later when it came out, like, on home, they dubbed it with actual German. Oh, really? So, in theaters, people just heard gibberish. They weren't speaking actual German. So, the one I probably watched was real German. Yeah, the one you probably watched is German. Can you find the non I would love to. I gotta find the Yo, we gotta find the gibberish. Okay, that being said, the next moment in the movie, the next big thing that happened after they take over, and John's by himself somewhere, and he gets away, and he's hiding before he can figure out what to do, Um, he he follows them, and he sees what they're doing, and he's in the room next door when Hans Gruber takes uh, Takaji? Taka. 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 The, he takes Taka. The Taka, the lead guy, the guy in charge of the whole place, and starts threatening him to get the password. And there's this scene where Alan Rickman is being so methodically nefarious, and there's these two terrorists betting whether or not he can get the information out of them. Yeah. And it's such a good scene. And then they he counts to three, and then you think, oh, he's not going to do it because they're going to win the bet. They're making fun of him. Yeah. And then, oh, I get it. Okay, fine. And then he just blows his head head away and bruce was and john mcclain's just like holy shit that was and then so jarring and then from this moment on yeah i love this movie yay <laughs> before everything i said was 100 percent true i yeah. was thinking all that stuff i was like why is that happening that's dumb yeah. whatever but, like, but that was also because i had a reluctance to like the movie because i'm watching this old ass stupid movie that i don't really like action movies that much either i hate yeah. fucking sudden death and fucking <laughs> under siege and all these shit yeah yeah i hate I, movies i hate action movies too i also hate them and this is one of the most famous ones so i'm like i'm gonna hate this movie but then yeah. i was like that was real cool <laughs> he just blew Alan his head away Rickman is a great villain and Dude. uh to oppose him fucking bruce willis is an amazing hero and they just 
play each other back and forth so well. Yeah. All, all the conversations on the walkie-talkie, I just... Yeah. not They don't even meet in the movie until, like, they meet by accident in the movie, in person. Mm-hmm. And I love that. I love that we'll, tension we'll talk building about the that, entire time. one of my favorite parts of the movie. Yeah. But, now that you know that I love this movie, I think it's time for a little game. Okay. This is Die Hard or Die Slow, a game where you find you get you Bruce Willis trivia. (laughs) Let's see how much you know about your man Bruce Willis. Oh no, I don't know. Do you like Bruce Willis? Uh, he's okay. I like him in Die Hard. He's okay. <laughs> I actually love that. I actually love Bruce Willis. He's really good in a lot of I stuff. I love him in Die Hard. And I, you know, like Looper? I like him in Unbreakable. Uh-huh. And Great movie. I'm excited Looper. for the sequel. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. I like, I like Bruce Willis. Okay. He's great. I like Here's him in all the, the Die Hards. There's ten possible points. Okay. If you score six or above points, I will buy you a pizza. Yes. That you can't eat. I can't even eat pizza, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I, I was ragging you earlier about uh-huh. the prize thing because I figured by this point I'd be able to come up with a better prize in my head. Yeah. But I've been so focused on trash and diehard <laughs> that I forgot that I was supposed to do that. And then this moment just arose. Yeah. And now I don't know what to, to give do. you as a prize. <laughs> What's the prize? You know what? Um, after, the, after this one, we'll have prizes. This is a trial. We're going to try to have games in our podcast. I think that's fun. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. Don't tell me this is the stuff. No. No, this is a thing now. No, don't Fans fuck expect it. it. Don't give me homework. Fuck Fans you. Fans expect it. I got it. enough homework watching Die Hard. Fans expect it. it now. It's a thing. Broke ass movie. happened twice in one episode. There are ten possible points in this game, sir. Okay, I'm ready. You have to name the top five Bruce Willis movies in terms of grossing. In terms of gross? Yep. Uh, adjust, uh, adjusted for inflation? No. Not adjusted for inflation? No. Okay, so I can't say Die Hard. <laughs> um, so, what is the number... And each one, if you get correct, is worth a point. Okay. So, which... What is the number one... Or no, let's start backwards. What's the number... That'll be a little easier. What's Well, it'll be harder at first, but it'll get easier. What's the number five top grossing Bruce Willis movie? Okay. Number five is... I will give you a hint. It's not The Expendables 2. That's number six. <sighs> Let me give you a range. Number it's, six is The Expendables 2, uh-huh. 2012, with 305 yep. million. 305 million? Yep. Wow. I'm going to say. Number five has 361 million. I forget what movie season. Fifth Element is, I'm going to say, number five. <clears throat> that okay. is number eight with 263 million. Uh, but there's a chance for a bonus point. Number five is Die Hard with a Vengeance. Ooh, that's Die Hard 3. The possible bonus point is, did he or did he not have hair in that movie? Ooh, wow. Uh, I don't think he had hair in that movie. Uh, wrong! No, he did? Yes, he did. Uh, two lost, Jackson. Two lost points. Oh, now, what is number four of his top grossing movies? Number four mm-hmm. is... It's 375 million. Whoa, he's made a lot of money. Armageddon. <laughs> Wrong. It is G.I. Joe Retaliation no. from 2013. Oh, my God. Chance for bonus points. You can still win this game, Marcus. I okay. believe in you. Did he Jesus or Christ. did he not have hair in G.I. Joe? He did not have hair in G.I. Joe. You are correct. Yes. That is one point for you. Number three 
movie made $383 million. Armageddon. <laughs> Wrong. It is live free or die hard. I, why am I not guessing die hard? <laughs> don't know. That's the name of the episode. I didn't think they made that much money. I thought no one went to go see that one. I mean, inflation. <laughs> I mean, they probably had to they pay. Live free or die hard is one of the more recent ones. Yeah, 2007. Okay. It made $383 million. Okay. Um, apparently, it's an amazing movie. But, chance for bonus point. Yeah. Did he or did he not have hair in Live Free He did or not die have hair. Correct. Ding, ding, ding. That is two points for Marcus. Yes, yes, yes. There yes. are four more possible points. You can still win this. Okay, I'm You need win six this. points to win. The number Send two, me your energy. The number two highest grossing movie with $553 million is... Armageddon. Yeah! Yes! Three, three points for Marcus, but will he snag the bonus point? Did he or did he not have hair? He did not have hair. Uh, wrong. He had hair in Armageddon? He sure did. No, 1988, bro. 1998, bro. He did not have hair. There is one single year where you have to look at where before that, <laughs> he did not have hair, and then after that, or before that he did, and then after he did not. God damn it. For Redemption Round, what is the number one top grossing movie from Bruce Willis? With 600 and seventy-two million dollars. Well, it's not Die Hard because I think Die Hard made one hundred sixty-eight million. I'll tell you right now on the fucking list. Um, Die Hard Two made two hundred thirty-nine million. Well, it's not even the five. Oh, it's number nineteen. It's one hundred thirty-eight yeah. million. One hundred thirty-eight. Okay. Um, Six hundred seventy-two million. His top gro- most uh, most movie money. Chris Willis. The Sixth Sense. Ding ding ding! Nineteen ninety nine. Sixth Sense. I'm not sure on his most grossing movie. And he had hair in that movie. Are you sure? Uh, yes. Ding 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 ding! Five out of ten for Marcus. <laughs> Unfortunately, do you not win the mystery prize? Oh man, that sucks. I'm so yeah. That that it wasn't a pizza. It was a mystery prize. <laughs> but unfortunately, you'll never get to know because you lost the game of Live Free. Die hard or die slow. Die hard or die slow. <laughs> All right. That's wonderful. Back to die hard. Die hard. I love this movie. <laughs> um, the fucking moment when that happened, I was like, holy shit. I don't know what's going to happen now. And I was like, that's cool. That doesn't yeah. happen a lot. And then it turned... I didn't know this movie was... I knew it was about John McClane and he had to save his daughter or something. I don't know. <laughs> There's a bunch of people in a building and he had to take them all out. Um, but, like, the way it set him up to be... Like, you, you were so right. It's super realistic. Like, he doesn't... Yeah. He's not a kung fu expert. He's not... Um, like, he's a cop. Like, he's pretty yes. good with a gun. He kind of knows what he's doing. But... He's, like, super smart. And not, like, technology smart. He doesn't know how the fuck computer works. Yeah. But he's, like, super he's, resourceful. He's like, resourceful? He he's is, clever as fuck. He is so fucking clever. He is so fucking clever. He must have been a great cop. Yes. Like, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find out more about, like, his copness in other movies? In part, uh, in Die Hard with a Vengeance, the, he goes the, back the to... One? The third one? He uh, goes. He's in New York City as uh-huh. a cop yeah. trying to stop another terrorist. Oh, okay. Yeah. With Samuel Jackson. But do you find out, like... You don't... You never, like, go back to no? see his past ever, really. Weird. Like, they don't really do a deep dive into, like... You know how they do with every fucking movie where they're like, Oh, part two is exposition-filled. Yeah, I'm surprised they gonna... didn't do a prequel, Chanting yeah. or something. 
Yeah, hey, they could easily still do a prequel with fucking Channing Tatum if they wanted to. Yo, I'd fucking watch it. Yo, this guy's so clever. He, like, does all this weird, random shit. Like, he, to get, like, through the, ele- like, they shift on the elevators, and to get in, he, like, goes in and, like, pries it open, and then locks it there, and then holds it open there, and then does all this shit. Like, I, I love that elevator scene. Get, which, which one? The, well, the, the one where he, like, falls. There's one where he's, like, oh. climbing, and then he jumps to go grab onto it. And he falls. Well, what it what it was was he he took the machine gun. Yeah, he took the strap off. So he used the machine gun as a um a, a block on the elevator mm-hmm. door, and he was shimmying down with the strap. But of course, it's the fucking strap on a machine gun, yeah. so it breaks. <laughs> and also, I love that moment because he has to sacrifice the gun to keep going. Yeah, and he does it. Like a stupid person would be like, I need to keep my gun. And he would have died. He's like, no, I need to survive. That's the survival. Like it's so, and then he slips and he falls and then he's going for a uh, certain shelf and he misses that one. And then he gets the next one. And it's like a split second thing. Just enough for you to go, (gasps) yes. And you know why that moment felt real? Because it was real. Shut up. The stunt double missed (laughs) and fell. There was a safety net under, so like he was, he would if he would have fallen, he would have been fine. Yeah, he wouldn't have been hurt. Yeah, but instinctually he kept reaching. But instinctually he was like, ah, fuck, and like grabbed the next one. It looked cool. It paid off Holy because shit. that was a really cool, memorable moment. Yeah, and it's like this guy's a fucking badass. Yeah, yeah. He almost died. Oh my god. <laughs> um, but yo, something that was so funny to me was okay. Bruce Willis in this whole movie is in like a muscle shirt. Because yeah. he and he has no shoes on because he asked his wife to go freshen up and he was away in the bathroom over there mm-hmm. and that's why he was away from everybody that's why he was able to get away the terrorists didn't know about him he was able to go to a different floor yeah um, but because of that he has no shirt on he has a muscle shirt and no socks no shoes <laughs> He's just barefoot. and that's it yeah and this fucking tank top is white and in like. 20 more minutes it's black <laughs> and red with yes. blood and dirt and sweat and grime and disgusting and he's covered and, and it just gets Hans Gruber later it. like looks at his feet and like and, and then Josh's like it's better than getting caught with your pants down because his feet are disgusting yeah and I made the joke earlier about his only weakness is glass but that's because he's barefoot he's barefoot the and there's movie. one scene there's one scene where there's a gunfight in a glass cubicle place and there's glass everywhere and that's how he gets fucked up yeah that's how he gets completely Completely fucked up and been immobilized because he's no shoes. And he has that great line about like, oh, all the fucking terrorists in the world is one of the fucking smaller feet than the yeah. child. When he takes on that huge guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. It's so dumb. But I love the fact that I was like, for a second I was like, is that the same tank top? Because that's just brown now. <laughs> no, and it's so cool because like that scene with the glass, like he's taking hits. He's taking physical damage you see him he's not perfect he's not this mm-hmm. ultra kung fu badass yeah who's kicking everyone's ass no he's just a regular fucking guy who's struggling and taking hit after hit but still overcoming everything yeah the um the first time when he first gets away and i, I still wasn't into the movie yet he runs into uh one of the under construction floors and he's like oh think john think and i'm like oh it's fucking idiot stop fucking talking to yourself you're so dumb and yeah. then after the guy got shot and i was into the movie later he goes to that same floor he's like come on john fucking think yeah. and i'm like this is so cool <laughs> and he's well, like, 
<laughs> well, it's I love that too. That's another thing. Like, um, for example, Get Out, right? That's a modern, uh, yeah. amazing movie that yeah. everyone loves. Spoilers for Get Out. It's called. Well, I'm not gonna spoil it. Not gonna spoil but... it. The fucking evil black people. <laughs> but it's called Get Out because that's the feeling that's invoked when you watch most horror movies. You're like, Get Out, Get Out, Get Out. Mm-hmm. That's why Jordan Peele called it Get Out, and that's and it has a lot of those like. Mo acknowledges that like you would be screaming this at the characters in the movie mm-hmm. and Die Hard has a similar feel where you're like I would be screaming this at John McClane right now if I were watching the movie at I home think John think. yeah and he's thinking it you know like he's saying it and he acknowledges it and I think that's that's awesome because you're like oh yeah no that's totally what I would be doing in that situation there's moments where he gets pissed off because he's trying to um, call the police department. They're like, "This is an exclusive line. Please get off." And he's like, "And then he of- says, and then he says, I wrote it down because it's my favorite line in the movie." And he says, "No fucking shit, lady. Does it sound like I'm ordering a pizza?" And I'm like, <laughs> I-, I couldn't stop laughing because it's so real and so funny. It's so real. John McClane's super funny. He's fucking hilarious. Bruce Willis is fucking funny. Yeah, Bruce Willis is great. New. This was his first like big movie role he yeah. was in a TV show before this Moonlighting Moonlighting yes so he had to film Moonlighting during the day and then he came to film Die Hard at night mm. um, but like people didn't think he could do the role yeah. the role originally was offered to um, Frank Sinatra because technically this is like a sequel to something that he did and they con- contractually had to offer it to him first yeah. um, Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, Sylvester Stallone they all p- big basically action stars of the time those are who they offered it to yeah. first and they all passed because they're like, fuck no, I don't want to do this. Why? Um, because it was funny? Ex- I don't know. Is it too smart? I don't know, maybe. It is a smart fucking movie. It's a movie. smart, great, funny movie. The fucking dialogue in this movie is fucking And crisp. Bruce Willis got the role and I honestly, I'm so happy he did because I don't want to see Arnold, another fucking stupid Arnold Schwarzenegger Arnold Schwarzenegger would have been Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sloan would have been Everyone Sloan, would have been and themselves. they would have been fine. Yes. But Bruce Willis at this time was someone different. And he was himself, but that was a breath of fresh air. Mm-hmm. And he brought yeah. a fresh And now Bruce Willis has become so franchise. Bruce Willis that it's hard to like yeah. be on his <laughs> side for stuff. Now he's kind of become like the artist for Sticker and Sylvester Stallone. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we all love Arnold's like first few movies. And then it's like, all right, Arnold, do something else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but at the time, it was like, oh, a fresh face. He, like, took a big chance. A lot of people took a big chance on mm-hmm. that. And I think it paid off. Fucking killed it! My next note after the order of the pizza line is Family Matters! Exclamation point. Yes! Carl so, Winslow! I was so excited when he showed movie. up. He's like, do-do-do, buying some donuts for my pregnant wife. Yeah. yeah, right, buddy. They're really for my pregnant wife. Yeah, right, buddy. He was fascinating. Just fucking... Sh- yeah. Disrespect. Yeah. And then he showed up and he was, like, useless, but then John threw a dead body at his thing. And he was like... It was so interesting because he had nothing to do with the action. Yeah. All he did was talk to John on the phone. And you got a complete character arc. You knew where he was in life. You understood his character. That by the end of the movie, when John defeated everybody and exited the building and he finally met his character, they like were brothers in arms and yes. hugged and like loved each other. Yes. <laughs> because of what they were just through. And I was like, this guy's fucking great. Yeah, and another real moment is when he's trying to get Carl Winslow's attention. I'm calling call him Winslow. His name's Al in the movie. Alan. Al? Al. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Al. Um, so he, like, is trying to get his attention. It's so real, because, like, normally, like, what would you do? Like, the action hero would just yell loud enough to break the window or some shit. Who knows? Like, some stupid shit. <laughs> yell loud enough like, to break Like, some stupid fucking action hero shit. Hear me! Yeah, all the glass would shatter, and then everyone would hear him in the fucking neighborhood. 
but like he's trying to break that window for like 10 movie minutes <laughs> it's fucking great. It's great and he's talking to himself and he's getting <laughs> agitated he's like fuck this yeah <laughs> it's ridiculous um just, uh, and then that same limo driver is still fucking in the limo this whole fucking time. And then my next note is because after we're, after all that happens and John takes out a couple guys in the building and he's still trying to hide, pretty much home alone that home aloneing that shit straight yeah. up. Like I, I realize home alone now came after, but that's all I was thinking about. Like, oh, this is a fucking adult killing home alone straight up. Um, I wrote down that for half of this movie, John is just sitting in the building. <laughs> like like I I love this movie but half the movie while like cops are outside trying to figure stuff out yeah. and John's talking to himself like why are you doing that that's so dumb god damn and like the the terrorists are trying to figure out their plans to do everything else and everyone else can care John's just sitting on the floor half of the movie John is just it's sitting on the floor killing terrorists yeah straight up yo they're not even oh one of my fucking notes is it's and it's probably because of the oversaturation in the market now with it it's so nice to see non-Middle Eastern terrorists. Yes. I mean... Because that's all we fucking see. And sure. I get it. We're scared because of 9-11. I get it. But... Middle Eastern <laughs> invoke fear in a lot of Americans. Yeah. I get it. But it's good to see non... It's really nice to see yeah. white-skinned terrorists. I'm like, thank <laughs> fucking God. Um, also, to point out, though... Oh, they what? technically weren't terrorists. They were there to rob. Oh, they the were bank. robbers. Yeah, yeah, but they called them terrorists. The thing. But they, they e- were even terrorists. in the credits, they like terrorists. it was like terrorists everyone else, and then it was like too. terrorists. Yeah, yeah. Um, yo, I love, I love fucking moment where John's like he was eavesdropping on everybody, and then wrote down everyone's name on his arm. Yeah, and then later when he talked to Monday's radio, he was like, "Yeah, I fucking just took out Marco and Carl. That's that's you, Mar- you, <laughs> Glenn, fucking Hans." And and the, and then what there's how did he know his name? Yeah. And he was like, like the fear of God was put in him for a half a second. Yeah. Like, oh, it's going to kill us all. <laughs> it was real fucking good. Yeah. It's fucking it real fucking good. The movie just like is great at building tension and like taking its time. Uh, another thing about like someone, I looked online and someone did a, a timing of all the shots. Like they took Die Hard and compared it to a modern action movie. Like mm-hmm. how many cuts and how long you stay with a scene. Uh-huh. And Die Hard was like three times or four times the amount of like times you actually sit and watch an action scene happen. Mm. As opposed to five million camera changes happening yeah, while they're fighting. That's that's totally like... I was watching a fucking documentary or something. And I was talking about uh, the Bourne movies. How Paul Greenglass like changed the way things were done. And he did it well with so many people after him. And it's like cut, 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 cut. Yes. And then... Again, I don't remember what it was, but then they showed an example of Liam Neeson jumping over a fence, and it took... Have we talked about this before? Like, he jumped over a fence, and it was like 27 cuts. Yes! It was just him jumping over the fence. Yes, Maybe this yes, was yes. Screen Junkies? I, I, I don't know, but we but we never talked about it on the podcast, but... Oh, but was yes. this real life? Yeah, it might be real our, life. Our real life and our podcast life are confusing. <laughs> but me. yes, so, so that's another thing, like... So many action movies like have 27 shots in like the span of a minute. And Which is like, why the, the new John Wick movie... Is that's what it was? It was a screen junkies making fun of John Wick. Oh, okay. And how it wasn't like taken because yeah. literally there's a scene where Liam Neeson is jumping over a fence and there's 27. It's like cut, 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 and then John Wick does it and it's like one cut. Yeah. So it's like coming back. Or to like form. you, the, they try to do like a or make it feel like a single shot a lot of times in John Wick. They're like moving the camera yeah, throughout yeah. the room and you see the action happening. And it really is. Yeah, and that takes a lot of choreography and hard yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They just don't do that anymore because these a lot of these young action stars can't do it. Yeah. You know? Like, 
what can the kids from Hunger Games really do? Like, I don't <laughs> like there. It's not like the old generations of stuff. Yeah, which is why I was so disappointed with Power Rangers. How like I felt like these kids could do more, and I wanted to see them do more. I was like one of the my complaints about Power Rangers. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, what does this mean? Shot a kid. Damn. Who shot a kid? I don't remember the kid being shot. shot. A kid. I don't remember a kid being shot. Oh, oh Carl Winslow. It's Alan. It's Alan. Al. Al Winslow. Al shot a yeah, kid. Yeah, when yeah. they fucking reveal that over the walkie-talkie set. I know. I was like, holy shit. Yes. And John McClane's just like, I'm sorry. He's like, how would you have known? That's fine. I, like, I know, yeah. and they bond. And you're they like, bond so oh, hard. I hope you guys. I, I, it, uh, throughout a lot of this I was like, dude, leave Holly. Al is your man. You need to marry Al. <laughs> Yo, dude, but but by the end of the movie, I was totally on Holly's side. I like Holly a lot. Like yeah. they gave her, uh, they didn't give her a lot to do, but the little bit they gave to do, I believed it. I liked her. I the movie could have easily painted her as like a bitchy ex wife. They usually does. Yeah, that's what it one hundred percent always do. does. Of course, and this one didn't. You know? But it didn't, and they yeah. gave her. And by the purpose. end of the movie, they just they were like, "Wow, we survived this thing together. Now we're in love again." Even the sleazy is she guy. In the next movies. I don't know. I don't remember. You I feel were, like she's probably replaced. You own them all. I do. But I feel like she probably was replaced. Because I don't remember her being in another movies. Mm. So then, uh, it's that thing where like they realized they had a hit, and then they were like, let's keep hitting that thing. Let's keep hitting that same note that we hit. Yeah. You know? It's that. That happens to Die Hard. But, um... Nice fun fact. The sewer guy that goes underground to turn off the power... Yeah. ...is the same guy that is the driver that the blank check kid hires... <laughs> Throughout his adventure. Really? I just watched Blank Check with Zach like a couple weeks ago. You're like, oh! <laughs> That's the guy from Blank Check. You know what I'm talking about? The little yeah. pudgy guy that drives the car? Same That's guy. really funny. Yeah. In case you wanted to know. In case you were wondering. Uh, fucking, when they finally got in the safe. Yeah. The fucking song they played, it was so... That's what I mean. Like, this funny... This uh, movie it? didn't... It was, to it was Joy? Paca, wasn't it Pachelbel's Cannon? I thought it was Ode to Joy. It was probably Ode to Joy. What the fuck's Pachelbel's Cannon? Let's find out. But it never fucking... Movies never um, let you. What am I trying to say? They never let themselves be funny like that. Which is why, yeah, I, I when like Kingsman comes out and it's legitimately funny. I'm. It's not such a nice breath. It's of nice fresh when you air. can be when you can meld the genres together to right. create an interesting um, movie. Advertisement. I don't want to fucking advertise my YouTube. You're not giving me money. You can't. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. No, it wasn't Pacquiao's Cannon. Was it? Was it Joy? Okay, so Marcus knows his classical music better than Yo, me. Throw up some Johann Sebastian, though. Throw up some Johann Sebastian, though. It's Ludwig von Beethoven. I know. I know this is not Johann Sebastian. I was just naming another classical person. Don't fucking backtrack now. <laughs> You're fucking wrong. Do it. No, I wasn't wrong. No. I'm not saying this was him. Don't, don't fucking... The podcast listeners know you're lying. Da, na, 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 na. That wasn't the song I played. It was something else. This is the song that they play. How sure are you? 100%. How much do you want to bet? I bet you $5 it wasn't that. Right here on the podcast. It's a thing. $5. No, I can't bet you $5. Why? Because you don't want to take my money? Because you know you're right? Yeah. <laughs> Fine, whatever. <laughs> bitch ass. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, Die Hard Ode to Joy shows the scene. <laughs> No, 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 that's that's a fan made putting Ode to Joy over it. That's that's not proof. No, it was Ode to Joy. Proof. We're pretty much at the end of my notes. My last note okay. is like, 
Wow, Alan Rickman. Like, I didn't know what the name Hans Gruber came from until now. Yeah. Like, I've heard it referenced, and I was like, I don't... Okay. So somebody, whatever. And I just never kind of <laughs> asked. But now I know the character of fucking Hans Gruber. Yo, Alan Rickman fucking killed it. He Yo, did. Yo, fucking, the fucking scene where he has to go, like, put the detonator somewhere, and then John McClane shows up with a fucking gun to his face, and there's just a moment of Hans saying in his face, Oh, shit, I fucked up. Yeah. And then another moment saying... Oh my god, don't shoot me, don't shoot me, oh my god, don't, don't terrorist, oh yes! my god. And he's pretending John's a terrorist with his fucking American accent. And he's like, what, what's your name? Clay? Clay? <laughs> and he's like pretending and shit. Yes! And I was like, this motherfucking super mad scientist fucking villain dude. Yes! James villain Bond guy. Fucking... You don't see that shit. You don't see villains fuck up and have to improv. <laughs> fucking <laughs> like, improv fly. on the spot. And you're like... <laughs> This totally works. And then John McClane gives him a gun. Yes. Like, and you're like, you're like you John, up. don't fucking do it. He's, he's, that's a horrible American accent. Yeah. Fucking weird ass smile. And then Hans like puts the trigger on him. It's like, you fucked up, John. Yeah. And then pulls the trigger and nothing. And it's like, John McClane, you're so smart. <laughs> John McClane's the best. He's a really good fucking, he fucking protagonist. Yes. Dude. He's smart. He is clever. He is vulnerable and human. And he fucking carried this whole fucking movie so great. with the perfect foible of fucking Hans Gruber. That last fucking scene, yeah. I've seen memes of it and gifs of him pulling a sword off a uh, sword, a, sh- a, sh- pulling, a gun, pulling a gun off his back to yeah. shoot. But the real moment is so fucking intense because so cool. Hans Gruber's laughing at him because he knows he won. Bruce Willis is laughing at him because he knows he's won. The other guy. The third terrorist is just looking on weirdly at first, <laughs> and then he just starts laughing because it's so awkward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. And then Bruce Willis, like a fucking badass, pow, pow, shoots them both. Yes. Uh, another thing about the scene with Hans Gruber, uh, that scene where he was speaking an American accent, that was added after they already started filming because... Uh, the director heard his American accent and was like, oh, we have to use that. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if he, like, did it because he thought it was good or because he thought it was bad and wanted to embarrass Alan Rickman. There's I don't a, know. There's a moment but... or two that's really good. Yeah. And there's a moment or two that's really bad. Yes, yes. Like, it's, it's not consistent. Yeah, it's because not a consistent accent. But that's also because we just know Alan Rickman's voice so well at this point. I think that's a little what it is. Yeah. Like, I think he's doing a good job. It's just... I fucking know it's Alan Rickman and I fucking know he's British. So. There was also, at the end of the movie, when Alan Rickman falls off the building, he looks terrified. Yeah. It's because they said, oh, we're going to go on, we're going to drop people on five and they dropped him on like two instead. So like they dropped him without him knowing. So All right, thought, one, two, drop. <laughs> yes. They thought he was actually dying. That's smart. Which is kind of funny. That's like in Aliens where they didn't tell the people the the alien was going to shut out of the body at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. The, so their reactions are like, real. real. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. I love stuff like that. Like, once Die Hard, like, if there's a behind the scenes, uh, I think there's a behind the scenes documentary or something, but like, go in and like, watch it or, or find There's like, some special features it. that it lets me watch because I rented it on a Voodoo. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch them. Yeah, definitely watch that stuff because it's so interesting. Are the other movies good? Um, Die Hard 2, I've watched, I've watched all of them, but... I would say Die Hard 2 is pretty good, but it's Die Hard in an airport, but it's still fun and interesting. But it's just, it's just Die Hard in an Yeah, airport. Die Hard 3 is interesting because Samuel Jackson a lot adds a lot to it, mm-hmm. so that's really fun. Just Who is he see. in it? Is he the bad He's guy? just a random guy. Oh, just like He's Joe like Schmo? A, yes. So like, like, it's caught up in the madness? Mm-hmm. So there's a part where... Is Die Hard 3 Die Hard in what, Manhattan? Like what it's is... Die Hard in Manhattan. Yeah. Okay. Die Hard 2 is <laughs> Die Hard in an airport. Die Hard 3 is Die Hard in Manhattan. And I, I, don't, I think four, the uh, 4 and 5 are like... Just regular Just, Fast and the Furious kind of yeah, action movies. Yeah, exactly. They, they lost. They look like They it. lost the charm. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, well, they took like a 20-year break, right? They or did. Something? But they could have gone back like and realized what made that unique instead of trying to make a modern... Yeah, I guess. But then at that point, Bruce Willis was probably an executive producer. And I guess the fuck right, he yeah. yeah. Like, Bruce... He doesn't know the fuck he's doing. <laughs> Bruce Willis, if you're listening, I love you. Yo, I love Bruce Willis. <laughs> I said at the beginning of the podcast, I like him. You're like, whatever. I don't like him. I'm fucking lie now. I like Bruce um, Willis a lot. So, uh, what was it saying? Oh, yeah. So, Dark Heart 3, there's a scene... Uh, it takes place in like there's a lot of that happens in Harlem, but there's a scene where he makes John McClane get naked and have like a racist sign. The, like the terrorist makes John McClane get oh. naked and have like a, a sign that like a racist sign and Spoilers. walk through Harlem. This is in the beginning of the movie. What? Yeah. So then how? So then he well, like hey, don't tell me this one. Yeah. But, whoa. So then he like is about to get jumped, and Samuel Jackson is a pawn shop owner in that neighborhood, and he's like, "Dude, you're fucking crazy. What are you doing?" And the, John McClane's like, "I'm a cop." I I have to do this, please. <laughs> kind of like, please help me. But like, he doesn't say it, but he says it with his eyes. Yeah. And uh, they kind of like have a, a buddy buddy relationship for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. I guess it's love hate because they, they they're like butting heads the entire time. Yeah. But they're friends. Cool. It's cool. It's interesting to see Samuel Jackson in a non badass role. Yeah, yeah, he's totally not a badass in that movie. Weird. Yeah. That's also. Oh, sorry. It's also a little early in his career. Yeah, it was. It was. But it's definitely... That one is definitely Not more memorable. Jackson, I'm pretty sure on every contract is like, oh, badass moments times... If, if I don't have six badass moments, I can't be this movie. I'm sure. But he's also <laughs> just a cool guy who, like... I think he's well, the he guy also, who said that if he was going to be in a movie, like, if he reads the script and is like, oh, I would have loved to be in this as a kid, like, he, he does it. He's also the guy that in his contract says he can't work on Sunday so he can play golf. Yeah, that's cool. Well, I, well, maybe we disagree a little <laughs> I like that okay I like Samuel Jackson uh, more than Bruce Willis uh ooh that's hard Bruce Willis is just like he's Sammy J or Brucey Bruce I guess I, I guess uh if Bruce Willis one died and the other one lived which one are you picking wait if I had to pick who dies and who lives Samuel Jackson yeah, lives yeah because he's Cooler. Bruce is getting weirder and more senile in old age. Samuel L. Jackson's getting cooler and more badass. Yeah, Samuel L. Jackson's becoming cooler and Bruce Willis kind of becoming more sad. I feel bad for him now. Even like at the end of spoilers for Split, but at the end of Split when he's sitting there, I'm like, oh, hopefully a new movie gets made where you get to be in it. And there is. They don't say there's a sequel. I know, but there's gonna be him and James Bond. Like part of me thinks something depressing is gonna happen. Like it just gets canceled. Well, I do. I do remember a story where he was supposed to be in a Woody Allen, Woody Allen movie, and Woody Allen fired him because he wouldn't memorize his lines. <laughs> <laughs> but also, that's Woody Allen. Like fuck Woody Allen. That's true. Okay, so Nick, uh, what did you think about the movie? I just want to hear you say it one more time. I liked it a lot. Yay! <laughs> it was a really good movie. <laughs> um, really good movie. Uh, would you recommend the movie? 100%. <laughs> yes! I, have, would you, I don't even have anything to say. Yes. People should watch this movie. Would you be interested in the sequels? Whoever, I don't know. You didn't sell. You just peaked? You didn't. I, there were before I just asked you about it, man. Okay, you made him sound shitty. I didn't. I, I didn't. <laughs> Die Hard 3 is cool because that's Samuel Jackson. But yeah, but you just kind of shit on him a little bit. <laughs> Die Hard 1 is just so. It's lightning in a bottle. Like, it was just so good. It inspired yeah. so much. The whole the after. whole motif of him as a cowboy and Yippie Guy Yay and him yes. and the terrorists calling him a cowboy and him acting like one and yeah. even the cops saying he is and, you know. 
like I could just imagine what he was like in the New York City beat and like what he did and it was, it was super interesting. Yeah, he's yeah. just such an interesting character. Now he plays that same character but old and exactly. it's, it's kind of sad. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah. Who cares? Like they'll throw Tracy Morgan next to him and now it's supposed to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I remember And just he's movie. angry and yells at Tracy Morgan. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I remember it. He's John McClane that yells at people now. Yeah, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so I think those are all the questions, Nick. Mm-hmm. What... Do you have... So you gave me Die Hard. To give me as a challenge. American action hero. Staple of American Christmases. Also, yeah. I gave you a lot of Japanese shit this whole time. And I felt really bad. So I tried to give you the most American thing I can think of, which was Die Hard. It was, it was pretty fucking American. <laughs> but I... But hold on. I... I'm a little done with American, in it? So... Bloody hell, we're gonna go across the pond, bleeding bugger, and go over to England, old chap. Oh, God, I don't want to watch an English show. We are going to the grand old ivory towers of the Queen's country. <laughs> uh, <laughs> wow, you're selling that British accent. And yo, yo, old mate, we chap is going to BBC One. Okay. And watching the penultimate show over there that created the Americans' interest in the channel. Doctor Who? No, because Doctor Who sucks. <laughs> I hate Doctor Who. Doctor Who's fine. But then we're going to watch something way better, surprisingly, uh-huh. by the same person who rebooted Doctor Who, Stephen Moffat. We're Whoa. watching Sherlock. Oh, I didn't even know that fact. Season. Shut up. Do you really? No, I didn't know that. Oh, really? Cool. Yeah. Season one, Sherlock. Okay. Benedict Cumberbatch, Martin Freeman, jewels of our generation. I guess they're the generation above us. Jewels of the other generation. <laughs> Sherlock is what you have to watch. Season one. <sighs> okay. Oh, stop it. It's great. Stop it's only it. three episodes. Sure. Season like, one is only like five three hours each. Each season is like no. one episode. Well, they're an hour and a half each. <laughs> but it's only three episodes. Okay. I'll, I guess I will watch it. It's only three episodes. Whatever. You can pass if you want. Hmm. Should I pass? I think that would be really funny for a lot of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dude, you also though I I know you need to save your pass for some of the bullshit. I do. I'm I do. I'm waiting soon. for like some kind of made in Manhattan shit, and that's where I'm going to use it. Dude, I'm going to say man in Manhattan, and you're going to pass, and then I'm going to be like fucking wedding planner. <laughs> Just to yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm spying you. Like fuck you. <laughs> the exact same movie, but different. <laughs> No, um, Made in Manhattan's a great movie. Wedding Planner is fucking weird. Is it? The fuck? Do you, have you ever seen it? I've never seen either It's Matthew of those. McConaughey and J-Lo, and the whole premise of the movie is Matthew McConaughey... Matthew McConaughey... She's the wedding planner for his wedding. Yes! Uh, okay. Dude! It's a little fucked up! That's fucked up! Obviously, they kind of make it work, because they're never really in love, and yeah. she falls, whatever, but... No, that's weird. Well, I mean, Manhattan is fucking Ralph Fiennes and J-Lo, and she's a maid in the, the building, and she happens... <laughs> and it. she's a maid in Manhattan. The building happens to be in Manhattan. She's a maid in the building, and her friend talks her into trying some fancy lady's clothes on, and Ralph Fiennes sees her and is awestruck by her and asks her out. And she says yes, so she keeps borrowing the clothes and pretends to be a socialite mm. to date, and then they fall in love, and she has a son, and it's like super, like, fucking, who cares about class and money and shit, and it's actually really endearing. Cool. And well, I'm glad you didn't give me those, and you gave me Sherlock! Now that I know you haven't watched Made in Manhattan, though. God damn it. 
Wait till that pass, bro. No, please. Wait till that pass, bro. Uh, so, Sherlock. Uh, guys, thank you so much for listening. If you've made it this far, you are a true fan, and I need you to show your support at Now Try This Cast on Instagram, Twitter. Show us pictures of you listening to the podcast. Tweet us uh, the stupid things I've said and the interesting things Marcus have said. <laughs> Back to us. Let review us the podcast. Review on the podcast on iTunes. iTunes. Yo, yes. if we can get more iTunes, maybe we can be on the noteworthy page and have other people experience this us and make interest. Uh, support the podcast. As Nick so eloquently said, please support the podcast. Do all the socials, baby! And let's go. Let's get this on the new internet. You can also find us personally. I'm at Nick Nacknieves, N-I-C-K-N-A-C-K-N-I-E-V-E-S. And I am at Megamarculus, M-E-G-A-M-A-R-K-U-L-U-S. That's different than not Megamarculus, who gave us that lovely review (laughs) earlier in the podcast. Yeah, that is not me, as clearly stated by the name.